pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Fantasy Fix Pod. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to talk with you about the basketball slates. Uh, I'll be filling in for the next uh, couple days with Dan uh, being at uh, FSTA. So, uh, yeah, excited to talk about the uh, you know the basketball games for you. Before we get started, uh, you know, head on over to Fantasy Draft. Check it out if you guys haven't yet. It's an awesome site. Uh, you know, have tons of different uh, you know ways to build your lineups. You know, different types of guards. Uh, you know, centers. You can just roster anyone kind of. It's very uh, you know uh, position flexible. So head on over and check that out. Also, they're doing something different than the other sites. It's funny. Today, DraftKings, they're doing the 7 o'clock normal lock time. FanDuel said, we're going to do 7.30. We're going to leave the 7 o'clock game off. So that way they give enough time for the 8 o'clock games for news. Uh, Fantasy Draft said, we're just going to do it at 8. So uh, there's three different lock times for three different sites. So that's pretty cool because we can, I guess, uh, you know, have to focus on only one site uh, at each time, basically. So... I think it's a great idea. I, I love how the sites have different lock times. With them having different lock times, you can focus on each site, uh, you know, and just be able to, uh, you know, button things up the right way and uh, instead of feeling so crazy and hectic, uh, especially if, like, tons of crazy news drop. So, yeah, definitely, uh, like I said, uh, you know, that I think it's a cool thing that Fantasy Draft's doing, and then, uh, you know, Fandle decided to do it today, so we'll see how it all keeps, uh, keeps going, but... Fantasy Draft will be doing that going forward, and I think that's an awesome thing that they're doing, you guys. You know, if you haven't signed up for contests, I just think it's awesome uh, because you're just able to, you know, have it at a different time and you be able to focus on it. And, hey, we get that late news possibly that could obviously help us out because uh, that late news kind of messes us up and can be a real, uh, real pain. But, all right, let's get started and start talking about this slate. We started off with, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, one of the, one of the bi- biggest uh, totals on the night here, at least coming from the 8 o'clock games, uh, the... Uh, Chicago Bulls and the New Orleans Pelicans, 227.5 team total. This is a game you're gonna want to target. It just uh, plain and simple. It's it's got a lot of lot of you know high pace, not a lot of defense being played. I mean, this is a good one all around. Definitely have some interest in it, especially with there being no uh, no Chris Dunn. Right, he's still gonna be out. We don't know how long he's going to be out for, but he is still out right now. So, I mean, that's just going to be very big for this game. Uh, you know, we have a lot of guard minutes to go around. Guy like Zach Levine, uh, he's someone that's been really cheap around the industry. Last game, he was on a, uh, you know, a 25, uh, you know, minutes uh, restriction. I believe he'll still be around that unless we hear. Haven't heard uh, much otherwise, at least at this point. But we might get word that he might have a higher one. Again, he didn't really hit that last game. He had 18 minutes. So, uh, I'm expecting him just to go to 24 this time. This time, I think they'll, they'll get him there. I think that Zach Levine is a perfectly fine play, someone that you can consider, even at that price tag. Again, not, not someone you love, but uh, I think at the price tag you have to have him in, uh, you know, in consideration for sure. Jerry and Grant, he's going to be, you know, a value guard that you're going to want to like around the industry. Definitely someone to get exposure to for sure. Even like a holiday, uh, he's someone I like to. Uh, like those are just going to be, uh, you know, really important parts to look at for cheap because of this high total. We like targeting the Pelicans with like wing type players. That shoot like from behind the arc, like Holiday is a perfect fit for that. I think he's he's a really good play, and uh, as long as his shots hitting, I mean, he's just gonna keep going and have a monster game. So I like him a lot. 
I also think guys like Miritich and Markinen, I think they're interesting too. I know they'll be dealing with Anthony Davis a little bit on the defensive end, but uh, if you told me who I had to pick, it'd probably be Markinen would be the guy I would go with. Uh, I like him here in this spot. He's probably uh, probably my number two favorite guy. Uh, so it's probably Holiday and Grant, uh, probably Holiday is my uh, Holiday's probably my one. Maybe Grant's my two, and then Markinen three. I I like Grant a lot. Just depends on his price around the industry because he's gotten priced up a little bit because of uh, you know the situation. It's, it's not like it's the first game back, so it kind of depends on where his price is around the industry for you guys. So, but nine point seven K on fantasy draft. I mean that's just a great salary relief. So going to probably uh, probably want to get him in my lineup so I'm able to jam in some other guys. And uh, speaking of jamming in guys, I mean Boogie and uh, you know Anthony Davis. We got them on the opposite against a Bulls team that runs really fast pace. Uh, they're just their pace. They started out the year, you know, after like the first month, they were like last in pace, right? Which is pretty, uh, you know, pretty ridiculous. But then now they're all the way up to like tenth. So with that giant pace boost, I mean, there's you know obviously reasons to uh, you know think this team is running really, really fast, which they are, right? Like they're that's why their pace is going up so much. So yeah, I, you have to like Boogie and uh, you know uh, Brow here. They're just in too good of spots. The question is, which one do you pay for, right? I'm, I'm going to obviously take the approach and try and jam both in, I think. I think it's a good idea to try and jam both in. Don't think you'll be able to jam both in. That's going to be kind of one of the issues because there's going to be some other guys that we like, right? There's going to be, uh, you know, I'll get to them, but, you know, with Giannis out, uh, Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe are going to be two studs that you want on this slate, and they're, like, priced up in the mid-tier, so I don't know if you'll be able to fit all, like, four of those guys. Uh, haven't done a ton of roster construction or whatnot, but... Uh, I, I do think that, you know, you're going to have to pick between uh, Cousins and Davis. And if I had to pick, it's tough. I'd probably go Davis, uh, but I, I don't know. I do I do get the argument of like, yeah, just go Cousins because you don't have to worry about an injury. Uh, they're, they're both pretty similar players. I think it just depends on uh, the position, right? It depends on uh, how, how you feel about it. Uh, well, you know, where you want to basically, like where you're seeing the value at. If you feel safe with, uh, you know, if you feel safe with uh, Cousins because you like your power forwards better, go ahead with that. If you like your centers better, go ahead with Davis. I think that's the perfectly fine approach to take, and that's normally what I like to do. All right, let's move on to the next one we have. Uh, actually, no, sorry. We came on to the next one yet. We have, uh, we still got to talk about a couple other guys. We got to talk about Rajon Rondo, right? Uh, in a little bit of a revenge game, too. Uh, 9.8K, I think he's an interesting tournament option. We know he doesn't like the Bulls, right, uh, from his time there. Pretty frustrated with the situation he had. I think Rondo's a really good tournament play. Uh, I'm not a Drew Holiday guy. I think he's a fine player. You know, he's upside at times, but it just seems very unpredictable. So the only time I really take him is when Anthony Davis is out. That's when it seems predictable. So I'll pass on Drew Holiday. No need for me. And then uh, I don't mind Etuan more if you need him for salary relief, but I don't think it's necessary on this slate. Let's move on to the next one. We got the Miami Heat and the Houston Rockets. It's a 214.5 team total with the Rockets as eight point favorites. And this is a game where, uh, you know, against the Heat, like, I never want to roster Rockets, but, you know, the guys are turning, and, like, against the Heat, I don't know. I don't have a lot of interest in it. James Harden was on that minutes restriction the other day, and uh, it was a 30-minutes restriction, and he ended up playing 34 minutes in the game. Still kind of priced down. Uh, I, I don't know if we're going to see him get pushed, right, if he, you know, he's playing a team like the Heat. If he, uh, you know, if the game isn't, like, if the game's close, sure, he might be in the game, but the problem I have with, uh, James Harden here is I know his price is down a little bit from the past and but he's just not guaranteed those 40 minutes and whatnot I don't know I think you just got to keep taking the wait and see approach on him I could see him just getting maybe 30 minutes and then just kind of uh you know not really running him much in the fourth and that, that's definitely something I'm concerned about so with the with Trevor Ariza coming back Joe Green coming back uh Rockets are starting to get a little crowded there uh again so I don't know I think uh, not playing Harden is fine I don't really need feel the need to pay for Chris Paul today I don't think it's uh don't think it's necessary on this slate 
uh, a lot of these rockets I'm really just not too interested in. I think if you if you force me to play anyone, it'd probably be uh, maybe Clint Capella because he's he's just really cheap at 12.1k, and against a guy like Sam Whiteside, he just you know he's going to be in there for a lot of minutes. Uh, just guaranteed minutes, like feels like always a guaranteed double double. Uh, so I don't mind Clint Capella, but I don't know. I don't think it's a day to play the Rockets. And so about the Heat though, what do we do with them? Uh, you know, Goran Dragic. He was dealing with an injury. Uh, you know, it came out that he hurt himself during the Milwaukee game. And then, uh, you know, uh, I think it was the Nets game. I forget which game it was. But he the next game after that had an issue, too. Like, he's he's clearly dealing with an injury situation. And that's something to be concerned about. And that's one reason why I was trying to figure out what was going on with him when he wasn't playing well. But I'm trying to figure that out now after Spolster told us. So, I don't know. I think, I think Gordon Drogic is a fine guy to stay away from. Uh, if we hear he's, like, 100% healthy, though, and, like, you know, Tyler Johnson's out and all those guys, then, yeah, it's going to be tough not to play him. He's going to be someone that we want to really, really consider. Uh, you know, Josh Richardson, he has just been so safe and just such a good cash game play. I think he's going to be another good cash game play here against the Rockets. Fast base total for him. Uh, just, just a great game environment that fits him well. So I like him. If Drogic sits, though, like a guy like Wayne Ellington is going to be a great option. He played a lot of like point guard at times. James Johnson, too. He played a point guard. Like, so a lot of the news is going to hinge on what what happens with, uh, you know, what happens with Goran Dragic in this game. You know, listed as questionable. This is just a really, really big news, and it's an 8 o'clock game. So, you know, it, on, on Fantasy Draft, since they lock at 8, we'll have that news in time. So just, like, to be on the lookout for that. That's very, very important news. And uh, if Goran Dragic plays, that'll mess some things up a little bit, but there's still some decent plays. Like, I still think Josh Richardson is a fine play. But uh, if Goran Dragic sits, man, like this is just uh, going to open up a lot. So we really got to wait for that news. And so by the next game, we got the, the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. This is a 212.5 team total with the Bucks as four-point favorites. And this is a big game for uh, Eric Bledsoe, right? Uh, Eric Bledsoe got traded from the Suns. A little bit of a revenge game for him. Uh, you know, we know he doesn't like, uh, he didn't like his time in Phoenix that much. I think at the start it was okay, but then, uh, you know, it definitely fizzles out pretty poorly. So, uh, and Eric Bledsoe is with no Giannis uh, is going to be a guy that I want to get a lot of exposure to. Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton. Those are two guys I'm going to be loading up in my lineups. Uh, Tony Snell, I like him still for cheap. I think he's a fine, safe cash game option. Even Sterling Brown wouldn't mind getting exposure to him. Uh, don't hate going the John Henson route, too. I think it's fine. Uh, I, you know, he had some decent ownership the other day. I believe it was like in cash games. It was like 35% or 40%. I mean, decent ownership on John Henson. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's like uh, – I think it gets a little bit of a bump without Giannis, but I don't think it's as much as some people maybe think. Uh, I don't know. It's just – a spot against the Suns isn't bad, though, especially if they're going to match up. Uh, I know Tyson Chandler is not like the uh, – Tyson Chandler is not like the, uh, you know, the guy you want to attack, right? But there's just opportunities for rebounds and whatnot. So and I'm kind of curious what they do on the opposite side. I'm curious if the Suns maybe bench uh, Tyson Chandler and go with the, uh, you know, go with the Greg Monroe revenge. They might. I don't know if they will, but it's possible. Uh, so that's something to be on, uh, looking at. Other than that, on the Bucks, uh, anything else? Not really. Um, maybe like again, like Adela Dadova uh, isn't terrible, but I just think it's really that core starters of Snell, Bledsoe, Middleton, and Brown. And uh, Bledsoe and Middleton are on like their own tier, and then uh, Brown and Snell are just like interesting cash game salary relief options. So about the Suns though, uh, I, so Devin Booker, I think he's a fine play. Wouldn't mind playing him, but if you make me pick i'm probably going with the you know 3k savings uh and going with tj warren i feel like i'm already spending a lot of money today so i feel like tj warren would would fit my builds a lot better for that 3k salary relief on fantasy draft i like him a little bit more 
Uh, Tyler Ulis, I don't like him as much, uh, you know, this this season. He's just not getting those minutes that he was. Like, the reason why I liked Tyler Ulis last year is he was playing, like, 40 to 48 minutes every game. I mean, it was just insane. Sure, Tyler Ulis is still playing a decent amount of minutes. Like, if you look at the game log, pull it up now. He has uh 21 minutes 24 24 31 31 34 like you know he creeps in the 30 sometimes he's playing like a real starter not playing like it was the end of the year and he was just the guy and the only guy so i know his price is cheap and it's not what it was but uh you know i just don't i don't know tell you doesn't really get it done for me i don't think it's necessary as a salary relief option i think there's better ways to you know uh, save on guys I think T.J. Warren is the best bet on this team. That's the guy I would really want. Uh, if we get news that like Greg Monroe is going to get like you know twenty-five to thirty minutes at center tonight, uh, Greg Monroe revenge makes sense. Uh, I would definitely, I would definitely get a get behind that and uh, walk down there to street for that because we know Greg Monroe. He's uh, you know had his revenge games before and gone off in those. So definitely think that's not a terrible option. Uh, Drogic Bender, I know he was a uh, you know he was a, a cheap option that we were using uh, earlier, uh, maybe like a week or so ago. But I don't think he's necessary at this point, and at this price, it's just not not a great value. So uh, it's really just Devin Booker and TJ Warren for me, and, and you know Greg Monroe if he is uh, in the revenge spot. And then I'm just kind of moving on. But TJ Warren's the guy I like the most. All right, let's move on to the next game: the Philadelphia 76ers and the Memphis Grizzlies. 205 team total. Uh, tough game, right? Because uh, it's just I love playing the Sixers, but I really hate uh, playing the Grizzlies. It's one of the fast-paced teams in the league against one of the slowest-paced teams in the league, which is going to be great for the Grizzlies, but bad for the Sixers. But we'll talk about the Sixers first. Uh, yeah, I really don't think I'm playing many of these guys. I think uh, if we have the same injuries, uh, if we have the same injuries as the other day, right? Robert Covington becomes in play. Uh, he had a pretty big game, even like a Dario Sarge, but. I really don't like this matchup for them. That's kind of one of the issues. So I don't really know how I want to approach it. Sure, if I need like a cheap value uh, forward, uh, Covington at 10.4K in Fantasy Draft, I love that. Uh, and I think I could do it. But again, it's just, I, it's such a slow team. I hate targeting like low totals like that. Uh, I don't know. I think Covington is fine if we know he's going to be in that same, you know, again, if he's going to be in like the same situation, uh, which there's definitely a chance he is. So uh, I definitely, you know, we got to kind of keep on, Keep an eye on the uh, the Jared Bayless news of all things. Uh, so far, we have Jared Bayless at a. Uh, I'm not having much on him yet, but I'm sure it's still like questionable and whatnot. And probably we'll get the news. You know, we'll get the news before lock for sure because it's an eight o'clock game, and the Sixers are good uh, good at getting us that. But that's kind of the news we really have to wait on because that just gives more you know minutes and just more uh, opportunities for Covington too. So yeah, I think Covington's the guy uh, that you know you you want to target on the Sixers if you, if you take anyone because he's just way too underpriced and you know had a big game the last game, starting to get things going a little bit. I wouldn't be paying up for Simmons and Embiid. I just don't think we need to pay for them on this slate. Sure, Simmons is only fourteen point three k, which seems crazy, but. Uh, I just don't think we need to in this matchup. It's not a good one, so I'll pass on that. TLC, too. I don't need him for value. I think there's other ways you can get value instead. But um, And Sarge, 12.4. I don't love that price tag, but wouldn't hate playing him. Other than that, I really don't like the Sixers. It's really just Covington, and, and that's it. Just because it's that, that pace is not great uh, for them. Talk about the next one. We have uh, the Grizzlies now. What do we do with them? This is a pretty good spot for us to, uh, you know, target them because they're playing against the Sixers team. They're playing at a fast pace. I mean, uh, it's also Dylan Brooks' birthday, so happy birthday to Dylan Brooks. But uh, with the injuries that they have going on, right, the Grizzlies, they are definitely really interesting. Uh, you know, it's if, if we have the same injuries that we've had in the past, right? We got Jermichael Green. He's, he looks like he's going to be out with an ankle. We got a guy like Jarrell Martin. He's questionable for this game, right? 
We have Brandon Wright. He had an illness. He didn't play on Saturday. Uh, illness, I'm guessing he'll play now, but you never know. We, I don't really know the, the terms of the illness. Same with Dylan Brooks, though. He's questionable, too. I like him, but he's questionable with an illness as well. Uh, you don't know with illnesses, so you kind of have to wait until game lock. Chandler Parsons is out. Uh, James Ennis is out. I mean, everyone is out. Uh, it's pretty crazy. So, you know, Mike Conley's still out. We got Andrew Harrison. He's a game-time decision. He's uh, probable, though, so I'm sure he'll play. Mario Chalmers, he's questionable. So uh, I, I, wish I, could, uh, I wish I could evaluate the situation well for you, but with so many guys out and questionable uh, and just, like, probable, I think the best approach to say is just wait for the news on the Memphis Grizzlies, like, uh, you know, Philadelphia game. The Grizzlies news is very big, uh, depending on how many guys are in it. They could, I mean, with all these guys questionable and like, you know, dealing with illnesses, they could very much be, you know, only playing with seven to eight guys. I mean, it could just be bad. There could be guys that are just, uh, you know, putting on uniforms and not even playing. I mean, it could be ugly. So just, just be on the lookout for that news. And it seems like you're going to be forced into playing a lot of Memphis guys. And just look for that Memphis value. Uh, you know, Tyreek Evans and, and Gasol, I think they're fine pay-up options. And if you want to pay up for them, sure. I don't I, I don't hate them at all. I think they're, they're good options here. But I just don't know if we're going to need to go that route on this slate. I just think there's other, like, again, like Middleton and Bledsoe just are such good plays. Uh, and then, you know, again, you're going to want to get a Davis or Cousins, I feel like, on this slate. So I feel like I'm just running out of money, and I feel like that's, there's going to be a really great way to save is going through with the uh, Memphis value. So that's kind of the approach I'm taking. So about the next game, Washington uh, Wizards and the Dallas Mavericks. Not not the, not the greatest game uh, on the slate for sure, but a 213.5 team total. You know, Dallas has been playing a little faster this year, so definitely it's not not the worst game, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I just don't really roster a lot of guys from both these teams that often. John Wall, 17.1K, kind of expensive for me. I don't think I need to be playing him on this slate. There's other guys at that price that I'd rather play instead. Like, we'll get to it. Uh, you know, Damian Lillard, he's, uh, you know, he's only, uh, you know, $1,000 less. I'd rather play him than, uh, you know, John Wall against the Nuggets. So, I don't know. I just don't think I need to be playing John Wall on this slate. No, I'm not really a fan of him in this spot. I think Gortat's a decent, like, safe cash game center, maybe. I don't know about cash games. But he's tough. Uh you know, he was doing really well, and it's kind of a, he's kind of been back and forth now. But uh, Dallas is the matchup to target him in, right? Like, uh, just Dallas is terrible against opposing centers. Gortat could really eat here. So I don't hate him as an option. Uh, maybe more of a tournament play if you need a cheap value center. I think that makes more sense. But uh, I really don't want to play a lot of these Wizards. I think the one Wizard that you can play is Otto Porter. Uh, he's been getting a different role. Uh, kind of, I believe the role is like he's, you know, kind of coming off the bench more with like the second unit he's still starting but he's like coming off he's kind of like working with the second unit a little more basically so and that's giving you a higher usage he had a, a big game against the uh you know detroit pistons he had a 40.9 fantasy points uh this is on uh, fans i'm looking at right now so yeah uh obviously the steals the four steals helped bump it up but like probably finished draft he was probably mid 30s so uh yeah i mean Otto porter i when that in that new role he's going to be really interesting just getting more usage with the second unit is going to be big for him so i think uh you know i think auto porter is someone to definitely consider here in this spot and that's like the one wizard i would play dallas mavericks uh man i i just don't want to play any mavericks on this slate uh it just feels gross uh doesn't feel like i really it doesn't really feel that necessary to me uh sometimes they have some cheap prices like dirk he's 9k uh so i think dirk is sort of kind of interesting like, I don't hate it. Uh, it's just, if you need a value forward, sure. I, I You know, I, if he's a value cash forward, I don't hate it. But uh, it's just, 
again, I really don't want to play many uh, many Mavericks there. I think Dennis Smith Jr. is a fine point guard option if you need him for cheap. I mean, 12.6 is not a bad price tag, so I guess I don't hate him. Like Harrison Barnes, he's safe and consistent at 13.2K, but they're just not really sexy options. So I don't know. I think I'm just going to kind of cross Dallas off on this slate and move on. Next game, Portland Trailblazers and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Damian Lillard, like him a lot here in this spot for 16.1K. I think there's a lot of tournament winning upside here. I think he's a really good tournament option. So guy that I would I would like to get exposure to today. People just won't play him, and it's the Nuggets, right? Uh, Nuggets are home, too. We have the we have the Blazers coming in as three-point dogs. I just think it's a really good spot for Dame. So uh, I'm, I'm going to target him in tournaments for sure. Uh, CJ McCollum, don't think he's a bad option too. I think you, if you don't want to go Dame, you can go McCollum instead. Don't mind going him on that route. We also got Nurkic in the revenge game, right? Uh, we know Nurkic, uh, he's done it before against this team. He went absolutely off against them. So uh, yeah, I don't hate Nurkic too if you need a cheap center. He's only 12.1K. Uh, you know, if it's between, uh, you know, a guy like Gortat or Nurkic and you just had to spend a thousand more, maybe I go the Nurkic route. I know it's not the greatest matchup against a guy like Jokic, but, uh, man, we, we've seen what Nurkic can do. Uh, and, uh, you know, Nurkic, when he gets going, like he's, he's starting to play a little bit better now. Uh, so I don't know. I kind of don't mind, uh, kind of don't mind that in turn in, uh, tournaments. I think it's just interesting. Uh, he, he. Yes, you have to be ready. Like I'll read you his game logs. Uh, 17.7, It's all over the place, right? But uh, I don't know. That price tag on Fantasy Draft is really good, it feels like. Uh, I don't know. 12.1 is just a really good price. So uh, I don't mind him in tournaments, too. It's really like uh, Lillard and uh, Nurkic are the two guys I really like in tournaments. Uh, those, those are probably the two I would target. And then eh, other than that, I don't need to play a lot of these other guys. It's only 210 total, uh, so again, not, not 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 my favorite game. It's funny, last year you would think this game would be, uh, you know, just a gold mine, uh, probably like a 220 team total. These teams were playing so fast last year, but both of them have kind of slowed down a bit, and both are better on defense this year, gotten better all around. Uh, Nuggets, well, what do we want to do with them? Uh, Jokic, 16.9K. Is that a price we want to pay for on this slate? I don't think so. Uh, I think Jokic is fine. He's a good option, right? But uh, I don't know. Mike Malone's been messing with a lot of minutes recently. Like that spot against the Suns was really frustrating. I don't know. I just I, I don't think on this slate I want to mess around with Mike Malone and the, and what he does. So I don't know. I think I'm just gonna pass on Jokic on this slate. Uh, not don't think it's necessary. I think Wilson Chandler, if you need a salary relief guy, that's the guy I want. They said they were going to run him a lot more at the four, and they have started to. He's a guy that, you know, when he gets minutes, right, uh, you know, sometimes he doesn't do a lot with them, which is frustrating, but he can, right? We've seen him have crazy upside last game against Phoenix, 32 minutes, 9.7 fantasy points. Very frustrating, right? Uh, that is that is in his wheelhouse, right? But we know that he's getting more minutes, and we just need to kind of trust that uh, he can get, you know, maybe, maybe this is the matchup that happens, right? Uh, I thought Phoenix was, like, the for sure spot, and it was really frustrating, but... Uh, if you know he's getting the minutes and you need a cheap value guy and you want to get exposure to this game, I think that's the route you take. Uh, I mean, Trey Lyles, 10.2K. He's okay too, but I'd rather just go Wilson Chandler at 8.8K. I mean, it's just such a cheap value on fantasy draft, so that's kind of what I would do. Uh, Jamal Murray, he, you know, he's been really good. He's been absolutely crushing it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, on this slate, don't think, uh, don't think we need to be playing Jamal Murray. If you think and I had the 47 fantasy point game against Phoenix Suns, but like uh, this is a different situation, right? The Trailblazers have been really good defensively, one of the better, uh, one of the better defensive teams in the league this year, surprisingly. And I don't know, I think Jamal Murray is just a, a fade on this spot, but he's got to look out for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, don't sleep on him. People will not roster him day in and day out because they think his price is too much. So when you get him in good matchups and he's under, when you get him in good matchups and he's uh, under owned, uh, make sure to target him. 
All right, last game of the slate, uh, late night hammer, ten thirty game, and this is a pretty good one actually. Uh, again, another reason why I didn't love the, the other two games I just talked about was because we have this one waiting, and uh, there was some other good games before, but this one's a really good one. Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Clippers, uh, two hundred twenty one point five team total with the uh, Timberwolves as two point road uh, favorites. So. Definitely have to like this spot. Uh, we got some injury news though. Uh, you know, obviously Austin Rivers. He is, uh, you know, he's still out for still out for uh, you know two weeks or whatnot. But he could be returning, right? That was announced on uh, January fourth. So we're almost at that two week mark. So I don't know. He uh, he could possibly play. We don't know. So just be on the lookout for that. That's obviously gonna be important news if he does somehow play. I don't know if he will, but obviously that's something to uh, something to look for for sure. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, we got Gallinari. He's you know still dealing with an injury. Uh, he said they say he's going to return at some point in January. So hey, we're at some point in January, right? This is uh, you know January twenty second. So I don't know. He could return here or uh, possibly soon. So be on the lookout for that moving forward, just so you don't miss that. And DeAndre Jordan expecting him to miss this game, so uh, not really worried about him. So. What do we do on the Clippers side? Uh, again, we got to kind of make sure that, uh, you know, Rivers and Gallinari are out, which, again, I'm, I'm just going to do the analysis, assuming that they're not. And if they're in, we have to obviously adjust. But uh, Milos, uh, Milos Teodosic, uh, don't hate him. I think he's a pretty good option against a team like the Timberwolves, who struggle against point guards. I think we could definitely uh, definitely play him at that price. Uh, on Fantasy Draft, he's 10.3K. Don't mind him as an option. Tyron Walls has been really good, but I don't think we need his value on this slate. Uh, and he'll probably have to deal with uh, Wiggins or Jimmy Butler all game, and that's a disaster. I'm sure he'll get Wiggins, and then I'm sure Williams will get uh, – Lou Williams will probably get the, the Jimmy Butler treatment, or Wiggins will probably get one or the other. Well, I'm probably not going to play him at all on this slate. Lou Williams don't think it's necessary. I think he'll have a, uh, you know, a hard time having to deal with Wiggins uh, and Butler. And if that's the case, right, you know, I'm expecting some offense to be funneled into Blake Griffin. And I like this spot for Blake Griffin a lot. I think Blake Griffin uh, could, you know, it might not be the greatest DVP spot for him. I believe, uh, I believe that the Timberwolves are actually pretty good at defending the four, right? But uh, I don't know. It, it's such positionless basketball. I'm not, I'm not really going to worry about that when there's such a high usage guy that uh, is just going to be dominating the offense. And like, uh, he could see Towns at times. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know you saw, uh, you know. Willie Reed go on uh, on Gibson because Willie Reed's going to be more of like a guy that wants to go uh, down low and uh, get his shots down there, and Gibson kind of wants to defend down there instead, and then have Blake Griffin, uh, you know, be be going star against star type of thing. And I'm not worried about Cat's defense at all. He's not a great defender. So uh, yeah, I think Blake Griffin is definitely a guy to like on this slate for 15.4k. I think he's someone that uh, probably my favorite Clippers option. So he's the guy I would definitely be targeting. Uh, don't mind Montrez Harrell if you know he's gonna get the minutes. That's kind of a problem. The other day he didn't get a ton, so I just don't think we have to mess around with that type of value on this slate. Unless I know it's secure value, I don't really want to mess with it. So that's kind of the approach I'm gonna take. Unless I get news that he's gonna get the run, don't think it's really that necessary. All right, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, and this is a great spot. I love targeting the Clippers with uh, wings, right? And uh, Jimmy Butler, he's gonna be a great tournament option here on this slate. Also, Jeff Teague at 11-2. I think he's a really good option. I still think he's kind of like too cheap for what Jeff Teague is and can be. Uh, won't be playing Andrew Wiggins. That guy, I don't really. I know it's not a bad spot for him, but uh, with Teague back, that's really messed some things up. And uh, if he'll just go off, uh, you know, randomly every once in a while without with Teague in there, and I'll just kind of miss out on those and whatever. Unless he's like super cheap and just way underpriced for what he should be, and like just at a spot I've never seen him. But at this price, I'm not going to play him. I think it's really Jeff Teague and and uh, and Butler are the two guys I like. I just like Teague's price for cheap, has upside. And then Jimmy Butler, I mean, I just love playing wings against the Clippers. I think this is a great spot for Jimmy Butler. So like him a lot. If you have the money for him, sure. But he's not a guy I'm like going out of my way to roster. I think he's a really good tournament option. 
Carlton Towns, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's the slate for him. Uh, sure, he's not a bad option, right? But uh, I don't. I just don't think it's the right slate for him. I think there's. I'd rather find the money to pay up for Boogie. Uh, you know, I'd rather pay down for some other guys. Just don't think you need to go the Towns route today on this slate. Not my favorite spot for him. And then Taj Gibson, if you need a safe guy at that price, sure, he's he's safe. Has a little bit of upside too at that price, ten three, but. Eh, don't think you need to go that route on this slate on fantasy draft with the way you, way you can build. If you're playing like a site like a FanDuel and you're stuck with two power forwards, I get if you have to play him over there. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers, we already talked about them. So, yeah, that's about it, guys. Uh, you know, not, not really interested in many of these bench guys here. So that's about it for this slate. Uh, it's a pretty good one. Uh, you know, I, I did the podcast on Saturday, and, uh, you know, I gave you my lock and load play. Uh, you know, I like to do that. We do that on the uh, weekend grind, the lock and load play of the day. So I'll give you one over here. Uh, it's it's pretty simple. It's just Middleton and Blood. So uh, play them on your teams. Do not miss out on them. Uh, and I know people will say, "Oh, that's such an obvious thing." But like I was talking to another, you know, another person the other day when we were talking about like Vandal stuff and some value opened up, right? And uh, he was playing like a, you know. He was playing uh, Tyreek Evans over Middleton and then had, like, a value shooting guard, so he was able to make everything work. And I was like, you're an idiot. Play Middleton over Tyreek Evans. And, like, that was a huge difference in cashing and not cashing. Uh, and, again, it's just one of those things, like, that late value opened up and it just made Tyreek Evans look like a really sexy play. But, like, don't forget about Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe. They're they're the best plays on the board. They should come in your lineups, right? When you open up your lineups page, uh, they should be in there. They should just, like, come in there. Uh, in tournaments, sure, there's arguments to be like, okay, their ownership's too high, maybe game theory, blah, blah, blah. But I, I'm not someone that really does that a ton. Uh, I'm just a, I'm a cash king guy. I play, like, a one or two lineups, and if I see just safe, easy value in basketball, that just is pretty pretty much a smash to hit uh if it doesn't hit i'll just i'll say i'll take the l and move on but i like the free squares of middleton and bledsoe today just take those free squares and move on all right that's about it guys for the uh, fantasy fix podcast i'll be back tomorrow to talk about the slate uh and excited to do that if you have any questions give me a follow on twitter at travis mangone it's t-r-a-v-i-s-m-a-n-g-o-n-e again it's t-r-a-v-i-s-m-a-n-g-o-n-e m-a-n-g-o-n-e have any questions on the slate uh i love answering them for you if you have any general strategy questions even ask after a lock feel free to ask me i'm always willing to answer them just the only problem is like when it's from from, from six o'clock to seven o'clock right before lock it can be an issue to try and answer those questions so uh yeah just try and get them this sooner the better uh and again i'll always be tweeting out uh, the late breaking news as well so if you uh want check that out and uh thanks a lot for joining me uh for me travis mangone i am out Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.